Oh, how sweet it is. Never gets old. It never gets old. SCSD family, welcome back to the Ben Talk Podcast, episode 21. I am your host, your assistant superintendent of human resources, Rodney Lewis. We have Papa Chris. This is a monumentous day because, hold on, because this is the first time in 21 episodes Papa Chris is mic'd up, bro. Hello, everyone. (laughs) It was was a little bit of a pause. (laughs) He had the volume down. (laughs) Well, as always, we have to introduce... The man himself, the bow tie bandit, my bald head brother, the soup, the soup, your superintendent's favorite superintendent, Jason Todd Seafrey. How about that for a lead in <laughs> or a lead up? Welcome. What's happening? How about this? Papa Chris got the mic. Papa Chris is officially mic'd I've been laughing this whole time, but he was a little delayed on that response. But it's okay. He's getting it. There's a lot to work over here. Yeah. He's now talking and pushing buttons at the same time. True that. Okay. All right. Welcome, though. (laughs) Welcome. Welcome, as always. Monumentous, you said? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. 20th. This is a a big one today. Well, it's a big one for a variety (laughs) of reasons. But, you know, to start off with, you know, the appetizer, Papa Chris being mic'd up, this is a big deal. Does he still get his minute? No, he still get his minute. Yes. Just minute. Not more now. Yeah, no, no. That gets a little. Everybody knows the rules. One minute. We don't want to get overboard. No, just one minute. Not, you know, not 62 seconds. Not 65 seconds. He knows his lane. He he gets one minute. He knows his lane. And now when Chris talks, for the people listening, it won't feel like he's off, you know. No, I like it. Three miles away. I like it. Say hi to the people, Papa Chris. Hello, people. You know what we always say, you've got to give the people <laughs> what they what want. They want. Yeah, now, now that I have a mic in front of me, I'm going to be extremely shy as opposed to shouting over you two in the background. Right, right. And the people want Papa Chris over giving No offense, I think he's already talked a little too much. <laughs> Do we have a button to kind of... This, this might be a total one-off. <laughs> I might not get a microphone well, ever This again. is actually a trial basis. It's like, I like you it. Know, I'm in. Yeah, you're in? I'm, yeah, I'm right. running with it. Jason's in, so. As always, subscribe to... The Ben Talk Podcast, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcast. This is a special episode, episode 21, because outside of Papa Chris being mic'd up and the return of El Jefe himself, um, we have Mr. Mark Sigma in the building. Um, I'm excited to be here. I, I, I do want to say, I didn't know that your middle name was Todd. Yes. Could we could we get an explanation? Jason there? Todd Seifert? That's yeah. just what my parents named me. So that's not a I don't think there's name. anything special about it, but I kind of like it. I dig it. No, I, I definitely like it. I just and my oldest son is Jackson Todd Seifert. And yet there's no name significance. No, we just like the name Todd. I had okay. a cousin named Todd, but I don't think it's for you. I like my cousin <laughs> named Todd, but I don't I don't think we we did it because of my cousin. But he's a nice guy. Okay. All right. Can you believe Mark Sigma? I mean, people Mark need to understand this. We're sitting in my office, which we now yeah. call the Benton Podcast uh, yeah, Studio. The Benton Talk Studios, yes, sir. Because uh, the trailer's going to be gone here soon. So. <laughs> well, it is. So now we're in my office. And right. Mr. Sigma's here. Wait, come on, he's here in the flesh, man. He's here. You know, it's an honor. It's awesome. You know, it, it, it's surprising, Mark, that it took this long. I mean, I don't know what 
you know, I don't know what we were thinking. We should have had you on here a lot. So, no, but you know, better late than never, my friend. Better late than never, for sure. Better late than joy. never. Super yes, excited. Sir. Thank you, guys. Uh -huh. Can't Definitely. wait to get into that conversation here in oh, a little it's, bit. It's going to be great. So, tell us, Jason, how are you feeling? It's, I'm, actually, it's you know what? Honestly, yeah. I, I'm feeling great. Yeah. Really. You know, Mark walked in where I was on the phone and we were doing a couple of different things. And I think he kind of mentioned, wow, there's a lot going on in here. And mm -hmm. there is. And there's always something going on every day. Um, and it's active. Mm -hmm. But that's what we like. Yeah. You know, and I feel like, um, you know, we, we use that word best, right? It, it's the best day. It's the best year. It's our best year yet. And I really honestly feel like there's, there's a lot of challenges right now that we're mm -hmm. facing. But I feel like we're facing those together. And I think this is our best year yet. Absolutely. And you can see it in every, in every building that we have. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Papa Chris, how about you? I feel great. You do? I, yeah, things are going really well. I actually had a, a lovely conversation with one of our fine pairs over at uh, St. Charles West today. Is that right? And yeah, and we were talking about how compared from last year to this year, how things just feel so much more normal. They feel more yeah. like everybody's kind of more at home than they were mm -hmm. last year. There's a lot of un there was a lot of unease and, and unrest last year and some of that has subsided and I think you kind of have a, a good feeling around in our buildings. So. Absolutely. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. Well, Jason Todd, you know how I feel. I was to say how you feel. I feel Jason, I feel spectacular. <laughs> spectacular. Yeah. You've got some words today. Spectacular, momentous. Well, you know, I'm always expanding. <laughs> <laughs> Look at Mark. <laughs> This is as good as it gets, Mark. <laughs> no, I feel there. <laughs> no, I, I feel great. As you know, you know, I had a chance to put my toes in the sand a week ago. It was. I heard it was great. <laughs> I heard it was great. It, it and it was. It was. And do you know why? Because nobody was there. No one. Because people like me were working. <laughs> so yes, I was in Santa Rosa, Florida, right outside of Panama City, and it was incredible. So I really came back because typically from vacations, I wouldn't necessarily say I come back rejuvenated, but I don't know why that experience it just really was. I, that's I awesome. came back sort of refreshed and because that's important. So, yeah, you gotta you know recharge those batteries, man. So um, you want to recap the board meeting <clears throat> outside of you know for our, for our staff, you know they approved the five days of COVID leave, mm -hmm. um, which you know help our staff out. Um, yeah doesn't matter about vaccination status, which, you know, kudos to the board for, you know, doing that for our employees. Um, you got any other highlights you want to share with them? Yeah. First of all, with that COVID leave, I just feel like, you know, we are here for our students. Right. That, that's our number one goal is making sure that our students are safe, that they're, they're learning every day, they're growing every day, and that we, and, uh, we keep going strong with our students. But if we, or however, if we don't meet our staff needs or support mm -hmm. our staff in a certain way, we're not going to get to our students. And so we know that. And yeah. so, you know, I think we would say that we're a pretty staff friendly. friendly. I agree. We, you say that a lot. Yeah, we're a staff we're friendly We're district. employee and just, friendly. And, and we yeah. talk about the SCSC family. I mean, we we mean that. We care about our, our staff and obviously our students. So I feel like everything that we do for our staff, mm -hmm. we get out at the end with our students. Of course. If that makes any sense. Of course. And so yeah. I think... Uh, the Board of Education did a great job of, of having a discussion of what those appropriate days look like. Um, and, you know, they came out with five days yeah. for COVID leave. And so if, if, they're, if their kiddo's sick or they're sick, it has related to do with COVID, there's five days that they can use. And I mm -hmm. think that's, you know, we, we, we're going to take care of our own. Yeah. We're going to take care of our staff. Definitely. And um, they're just doing a great job for us. And, and you know, right now, numbers look great. Mm -hmm. You know, positivity rate's down really, really low right now. 
Um, our numbers in the district, I think, are at 10 or 11 of cases in the whole district at this right. point out of 4,800 kids. Um, we have very few kids that are fully quarantined, which is a huge part of it. So we feel good about what, what our plan's been all along. And uh, the Board of Education's done a great job of making some really hard but good, solid decisions. Right. And, and we're keeping kids in school, keeping them safe, and we're, we're moving forward. Now, there are some things that will come up. We, we, we understand that there might be some changes at the state level, the, the health department level. Um, with quarantine, so we have to kind of see what that looks right, like. Right. We're seeing some other districts making some different changes with masking, but right now we're we're staying the course. We'll have another conversation in our October meeting. Um, we'll again look at our numbers, look at the positivity rate, and see where we're at with everything, and then go from there and make the best decision for our kids. But right now, for us, um, having people masked up, we seem to have quite a few people especially staff members who are vaccinated yep. and again we're keeping people in school keeping them safe keep them going and keep them learning and that's that's the name of the game so. yeah it has been very helpful that we have been fully masked i mean you know if you got a quarantine it certainly allowed you know staff and students to stay in school so that's been really helpful for us so and you know and that's the the, the masks and the quarantine and all those things get the you know that gets the highlights and right. the headlines but there's a lot going on you know, we're, I, I just feel like, you know, Chris said something about being in the schools. We're in the schools weekly. Yeah. And, and you look at the learning that's taking taking place and the teaching that's taking place. I stopped over at St. Charles High and our 7th to 12th grade math teachers were there doing a professional development today. And, and the level of instruction that we're bringing to the kids is second to none. Right. And it's just it's just awesome to see. Absolutely. And let's that's, that's be honest. We're coming out. I believe we're still in a pandemic, but we're coming out of it a little bit, and it seems like it's it. it, it you know, we're hopefully on the back end of it, um, but we've got a lot of kids that weren't in school, Absolutely. that are either in virtual learning Absolutely. or different things, and so we're seeing um, even staff, students, and staff. Look at society. I'm sure Mark will probably mention that you know as he works with the community as well. I mean, we're we're a society that, that has come out of a traumatic experience, right? And what does that look like? We have a lot of needs. We do. And I feel like collectively we're doing a great job of meeting those needs, working with our staff, working with our parents. I mean, our parents are a big part of what mm -hmm. we do. And speaking of that, for the most part, we've been very, you know, our, our community has been very supportive about our, our mass mandates and different things that we've decided to do for kids. And right. so, again, we can do anything we want to do, but if we do it together, it gets done. And that's what's happening. Absolutely. So it's been a great start. Uh, fall sports have been great. Football, soccer. I've been to pretty much everything. Yeah. Cross. I haven't gotten cross country yet, but we got great cross country runners. Tennis has been fun to watch. Um, softball. Both softball teams are very competitive. So you know, I love getting out there and watching. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. I know we got some plays coming up too in our drama department. So our kids are actively involved. Homecoming is this week at St. Charles West, mm -hmm. and you know we're back. You know, people say, "Oh, you can't do this or do that. You have a mask on." We're doing it all. We've got we this, sure, yeah. we've got the we got the spirit assembly on Friday. We got the parade. We got the dance. You're having dance. Yeah, we're having a dance. Right. Now we're having it outside, but we're having a dance. We're making so, it work. Yeah, we're making it work. And so our kids are pretty much back, as Chris said. I won't say more better, but Chris said that we're back. <laughs> now I have to cut that out twice. Oh, I thought we were leaving that in. <laughs> no, leave it in. It's I kind love of part it. Of it. It's authentic. Um, but we're. We're back, right. and, it, and it feels good. But I want to make sure people know that we do have challenges. We do have needs. We do have kids, and even our staff. I don't know about you, but th these are stressful days still. How do we continue to stay together? Right. Focus on what is, you know, and we're, you know, I'm not a pro mask or an anti, but I'm pro kids, and yeah. I'm pro what keep kids, what keeps kids safe, and what keeps them in school. 
And if we keep, keep that focus, we're in good shape. So kudos to our staff, kudos to our Board of Education. Um, we're just, we're doing it. That's awesome, man. Give him a round of applause for that, Papa Chris. Love it. We're back and we're here. And I love the fact that, you know, the majority of our kids are staying in school. I love the fact that our staff, they have an opportunity to stay in school. So that's a blessing within itself. Ready, Papa Chris? Let's do this. The man of the hour, Mr. Mark Sigma. How are you guys? I, uh, his face. I, am. I don't think I've ever seen you not say anything. <laughs> Normally this guy has all the words. Where are the words? I don't think he's even twitching. Usually he's twitching. Where are the words? I'm trying to, I'm trying to jockey these headphones because I can't put them over my spiky hair. So I got to try to... No, I, I, how, how I'm feeling is, is yeah. super humbled. I mean, I, yeah. even just in hearing you talk, uh, Jason, I'm, I'm so thankful that, that my kids... Uh, are here in this uh, school district and I have such a deep respect for the uh, the whole staff uh, here in our city so passionate about that because um, uh, who our kids are being educated by and who's leading our children is of utmost importance and, right. and I know our parents I know I take that super serious and so to have uh, my kids uh, our family here in this district yeah. is is an unbelievable um, gift. So thank you That's guys awesome. for the way that you're leading our district and, and the things that are happening here. It's, it's, a, it's a huge joy. So to be here yeah, uh, yeah. In, the, in the presence of you three is a, is a great honor for sure. Well, right back at you. Absolutely. Mark, you wear so many hats, man. You, you, obviously, you're a parent, as you just talked about, community leaders. So, you know, I would think that many of our you know, SESD family are very familiar with you and the work you've done with We Love St. Charles. But why don't you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about your background? Yeah, so I uh, grew up just south of Chicago in Kankakee, Illinois, moved to Waverly, Iowa, spent some time in the cornfields, and then ended up going to Vandalia, Illinois uh, High School, uh, Vandalia, Illinois. Uh, went to McKendry College, played football for a while in school, and then uh, ended up coming out this way, uh, taking a youth pastor job. Started a church in St. Charles in 2005, and then we ended up plant, uh, starting We Love St. Charles in 2009. Um, got married to Heidi, my high school sweetheart. Uh, we're, we're going on our, our 20 year uh, anniversary. So go. we got three kids uh, Avery, who's 15, and the riffraff, uh, Dawson and Maddox, who are 12 and 11. We've lived here in St. Charles since 2007. Um, but yeah, it was really 2009 that I, this passion for community and city. I, I wanted to be in a city, in a community where I was teaching my children how to value uh, the people in it, not because of what the city had to offer, but because of who the, who the people were. Yeah. And so really, We Love St. Charles was really birthed uh, a lot out of that passion. I, I wanted to raise my family to, uh, to take initiative versus just complaining or pointing fingers right, or, or, right. or saying, hey, here's all the issues or the problems. I, I really wanted to be a part of the change. Mm -hmm. uh, I also realized, though, this kind of goes against my nature because I'm very much a, a let's go get it guy. Uh, I knew that to, uh, to see change or to truly impact people that, um, that it was going to be about the long haul. It was going to be about chipping away. And so that's what's really even humbling now about thinking about the history of We Love St. Charles starting in 2009, now we're in 2021. Uh, it's, it's a lot of years of chipping away. Yeah. And, and still in so, in so many ways, I feel like we're just getting started. Mm -hmm. you know? So there's 
there's a lot to celebrate in all of that. But yeah, that's, that's my history. That's what got, got us here to St. Charles. I, I couldn't be more uh, thankful and excited to be here of all places yeah. to be in the world, yeah. um, to start a nonprofit. We Love St. Charles really is my heart. Yeah. I, I love this place. Yeah. I love the people, love the, the businesses. I, I truly embrace everything that's happening here in St. Charles. That's fantastic. And let's talk about We Love St. Charles. Um, you talked a little bit about its inception in terms of, you know, looking at something that helped your children take initiative and um, in some ways move the city forward or at least be a part of that change. But, I mean, what, where did that start? Where did that, okay, I want to do something and it's going to be called We Love St. Charles. How, like, tell, yeah. us, tell us about that. Yeah, so uh, you talk to a lot of people who have um, great ideas about the problems that everyone else has. Right. And so, uh, in other words, a lot of folks are, are professional finger pointers <laughs> and, um, right. and, and then they're rarely a part of uh, a movement of change. And so, I, you know, I was seeing things both in the beauty of St. Charles and the opportunities to grow it of man. I, I really think that there's tremendous um, there's a tremendous opportunity for us to step into this community and really see it as a, as a way to empower people to use their gifts to serve and love. Um, I would also say the word love has been uh, misused, misunderstood a lot. Sure. And so then a very pie in the sky thought, I, w I was like, well, what if you could rally tremendous groups of people around the very simple yet very difficult uh, action of love? And uh, so 2009, uh, I remember sitting down with the then Mayor York, uh, Patty York, and I casted for the, she was the first person that ever heard this vision. We we're sitting at Crooked Tree, uh, Crooked Tree Coffee House, and I shared this massive vision of We Love St. Charles. And it was kind of like a Titanic movie yeah, moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the Titanic <laughs> theme songs playing in the background. And, and uh, she looks at me after I had shared all this, and she said, Mark, if this works, this can completely change a city. And then she said, if, if you do this, this will be the hardest thing you've ever done. And so I, I didn't know whether to thank her or like, <laughs> right. I, like yes, thank you. And, and that so was, was the, that like, was that con considered like, a, like you had her blessing to move? Yeah. And, and really, when we when we got started, that that was a big aspect of of the relationship was us with the city of St. Charles. And mm -hmm. so they were they were sending us. We've always had a big passion to walk with families, to mentor them through the various seasons of their life. And so. The city of St. Charles was calling us, uh, giving us families to walk with, to pursue, to sit down with. And so Mayor York was really the first person to buy in uh, to what we were doing. And, and at that point, again, I'm just a random crazy dude um, <laughs> sitting across from her who she really didn't know, but, but built a trust. And then pretty soon the organization started to build some trust in the community. And, and then we started to actually have stories of people that we were working with and helping. And, and so then the trust just continued to build. And and you know, now we're in 2021. Yeah. Just a whole lot of lives that have been impacted. And um, again, around this very simple but powerful concept of love. Wow. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's great stuff. Mark, would you mind telling us a little bit about, like you kind of spoke about the genesis of, of We Love St. Charles. Maybe tell us a little bit about um, what the organization does around the community and what have you seen, like as far as you said you've been in business for, not business, pardon me, but uh, been, been around as an organization for you know going on 12 years how those goals have kind of changed since you started back in 2009 up until 21 yeah and and there, there's been so many different seasons uh, of the organization this current one is such a special one 
um, mostly because of our leadership. Uh, Susie Marsh is our director, and I mean, that, that woman is just incredibly passionate and gifted and mm-hmm. using so many of her uh, perspectives of having uh, really grown up here in this district and with a great understanding. And so I'm really thankful for her, uh, our team, our board uh, right now is just a, a tremendous. And so we've had, we've had many different seasons uh, of, of leadership. But, but right now, there's really three main focuses of We Love St. Charles. Uh, we really want to love our neighbors well. So that's, that's the, the core of what we do is walking with, mentoring, encouraging families and their varied perspectives, difficulties, chapters of their life. And so we, we sit down with a family, uh, understand and assess what's happening with them. Uh, and then we'll, we'll walk with them through all of the things that, that go with whatever season they're, they're in in particular. Uh, the, the, the second aspect of love is we say we love our schools. Um, our passion for this district is, is tremendous. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the nearly 1,000 district employees, 4,800 students, they represent the, the vast population of our community. And, and for us, we're very much, look, we, we want to see uh, love spread. We want to see uh, a community impacted. And so the, even the largest uh, return on investment, for lack right, of a better right. term, uh, happens within the confines of the school district. I mean, that, that's you know, almost nearly 6,000 people plus all of their families that by loving and caring for uh, district employees, for our students, um, it just it can make a massive, massive impact. And then finally, we, we, we love our city. And so the things that happen with the, the various organizations within our community, the, the first responders, the folks that are serving our city, uh, it's something we're very passionate about is serving those who are serving uh, in our city, recognizing, encouraging them, coming alongside of them. So there's so many different things within all that that happen on this, this, uh, this team of people that, are, that share this one like passion. And that's we, we, we long to see a community embrace uh, unity and love and empowerment, right? And so through all the through all the various seasons, I'm I'm really excited, uh, is what I'm saying about this particular time, the leadership that we have in place, the team that's working hard on it, and and the the progress and the fruit uh, that we're seeing. It's been a ton of fun. Oh, that's fantastic. That's fantastic. Two questions for you. One is you're using the word seasons, and you're using that in the context of how we love St. Charles has grown, but it's been in stages. So why don't you describe season one and if you could sort of take us through somewhat of a chronological order, the way you have categorized these seasons in your head, because I think that's an intentional word because you're using it that way. Yeah, very much so. Uh, season one, uh, pipe dream. Right. Uh, season one was, uh, can this actually Is that happen? you with the mayor can, sitting down? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, it's very, very small group of people. What even is this going to be? Yeah. Um, can we actually make a lasting impact in our community? So I would really say the first several years were us um, um, figuring out even our identity mm-hmm. as an organization because we love St. Charles is a very broad yeah. <laughs> a scope. Uh, so we were learning how to aim small, miss small. 
Uh, we were learning how to, you know, how to spin the tires a bit and how to put some traction yeah. uh, to what, what it is that we were doing. Uh, season two, we, we had an, another really strong uh, group of leaders that were, uh, who I was now able to really empower because early on it was, it was really me and a, and a small group of people. I soon realized in the many things that I'm involved in in our community, I, I really had to raise up some folks. Right. And so season two was really about, okay, how can we do this as a team? How can I play my role, but at the same time really fan the flame of the gifts of others? Sure. And sure. so, um, but, but it was in season two that uh, I remember sitting down and I was looking at the scope of our school district and I noticed um, something that I'd never seen before, maybe because I'm a dunser. I, I'm just not sure why I, why I hadn't noticed it before, but all six elementary schools in the city of St. Charles School District, they all funneled to one intermediate school. Right, right. And it was like all of a sudden a, this massive light bulb mm. popped up. I, I, okay, if we want to make an impact in this district, and if all six of these elementary schools all funnel to one place, then, then if we can make a partnership with Jefferson, mm-hmm. now all of a sudden we're, we're getting to connect with families up and down. And so really in 2015, 2016, that's, that, that's really what got us super, super connected with the school district. I, I went to the then uh, principal um, who, who took me like most people do at first, kind of <laughs> a little, little scared, a little... You need to pipe down, and I, I don't pipe down easily. I try, um, but but I said, hey, uh, I, we'd really like partnership with you, and and here's what that can look like, and and she she said, hey, well, you know, yeah, we, we may we may call you back. Well, here's how the story goes. Three weeks later, three days before school's over, she calls me back. She says, Mark, uh, yeah, I think we want to do this partnership thing, and I said, are you in your office? She said, yeah. I said, I'll be there in ten minutes. So I, I jetted. Right. Jetted to Jefferson, and I laid on her desk the plan uh, of, of what this partnership could look like. Well, within three days, we sent home 710 gift bags to the Jefferson students on the last day of school. We hosted a massive hospitality event for all the uh, teachers, faculty, and staff at Jefferson. And then we uh, set up plans to paint the whole uh, inside of Jefferson, which we did that summer with 230 uh, um, volunteers. We painted all of uh, the inside of Jefferson. So she, she was very taken back by this, but it, but it started this very um, a clear, intentional right. partnership. Well, now we're in a new season. Mm-hmm. Um, this season is marked by a, a bit of a, a grander understanding of what it would look like to even partner with the school district specifically. You know, as COVID happened, um, we were really moved to, okay, how can we best support our school district employees. And so we had this idea, if we could raise a pool of money where each dollar that was raised could go directly to supporting the staff, faculty, administrators of the district, then it would really give us an opportunity to encourage them in what would what was certain to be a very difficult year. Right. And so that's what happened. We came up with the 48 and 48 initiative. The goal was to raise 48 grand in, in 48 hours. Uh, we came up a little shy of that. We raised almost 30 grand in 48 hours, but still a tremendous amount of money. And so then what we did all last year is spend the year um, encouraging the amazing efforts of right. our, our teachers, faculty, staff, administrators here, just through various gifts and um, um, showings of love. And oper- I mean, we, we had so much fun uh, serving and loving. And so what, what's that now, um, what that now has provided is an opportunity for us to, to see Jefferson still as, a, as an integral piece, a connector point 
but now we, we've got visions and plans mm-hmm. of what that looks like now school district wide. So I'm, I'm super excited about each of those seasons yeah, because yeah. They, they were a part of the journey. And, you know, you look back on certain times and you're like, oh, man, we could have done this different or that. But they all set up yeah, they to, all set to, up the to where season. you are right, right. now on, on this particular day. And, and so, to, again, to be sitting here in this office thinking about the impact that you are making, that we get to come alongside and support, because that's really what it's about. It's, it's working together. Right, right. Uh, this isn't our thing. Our, we're just a part of the community that is doing a great thing. And uh, I'm, I'm just, I'm super excited, super excited about the future. Yeah, that's fantastic. So Mark, lo- loved all that, loved all three seasons, kind of the, the progress you guys have made from, from year to year to year, kind of building up these three stages. So in, in kind of encapsulating all that, what, is, what does success look like to you? Like if I could snap, if I could have a genie snap his fingers at Grantio, wish for us, uh, what you deem a successful We Love St. Charles, what does that look like for you guys? That is that is a brilliant question, especially if, especially for your first day on the mic, man. Come on, you're you're, uh, you're bringing it. What just happened? What just happened? your first day on the mic. No, that's that's that. a that's a great question. Well, we really have to see it um, in a couple different spheres. I'll start with this: the way a city um, changes is is by neighbors becoming more aware of their neighbors. Mm. So to me, success is when this particular neighbor that has lived garage closed, uh, windows, uh, you know, blinds over the windows, really they've lived intrinsically. Success is by making that person, that family, that student, that elderly person, or like whoever lives there become more aware of those around them. That's truly how, how neighborhoods can all of a sudden uh, uh, thrive with love. Again, we live, and COVID has only attacked this even yeah. more. It's 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 put us more um, indoor, inside. Uh, you know, putting our hands up towards others. But but I've seen this community really press up against that. Still seek relationships. Still seek to care uh, for one another, which has been truly encouraging. So on on that side, it's really a community becoming more aware of the community. Mm. When that happens. Again, that now it's not based on, on our organization. Because, again, we're just a very small organization in a city that's doing a whole lot of great things. There are so many amazing nonprofits here, so many amazing things happening. So we're just a, a blip on that. In the school district, okay, so you take, you take preschool or kindergartner, and then you, you already begin to imagine them as a, a 12th grader right, right. graduating. Some are going to be sent from here. So some are going to go to... you know, a a trade school or university or go in the workforce, they're going to be sent from all of their learning into wherever it is that they're going to go. Some, though, they're going to go to Mizzou and come back. They're going to work here uh, almost instantaneously. It's, it's It's those students in particular that you see, if you can build an awareness for them about what serving and loving looks like in the city, I mean, now we're talking. Because now that, that once kindergartner who's now getting ready to graduate has this, has this understanding of living and existing in a community, uh, that they see their role in it. I, I, I am so frustrated, I know you guys are too, with how much we demean and talk about this, um, this younger generation. Right. I, I see a whole bunch of amazing young men and women 
that I, I'm, I'm tired of the bad press and the media that goes against our, this younger generation. I, I, I see a younger generation with tremendous hope uh, and opportunity. And so you, you picture that, uh, that student then who's, who's, who's been raised up in this community only to invest the next however many years here. Now, all of a sudden, we see uh, literally an entire city enveloped in love. And, and friends, when that happens, it's, there's so much then that can happen in terms of impacting lives mm-hmm. in a community. So I, that, that's, I, I think for, for success then, that, that's really what it looks like. Now, that fleshes out in a lot of different ways. As we walk with families, you know, we wanna see them um, owning, owning their opportunities. And so instead of uh, handouts, we're walking with them to truly em- empower them and create equitable partnership with that particular family. Uh, which is even a shift for us, I would say, uh, in our early years. There, there was a lot of um, seeing it as, okay, like here's, here's some, we're a great organization, here's some things we can do for you. Right. The last several years, we've really shifted to, here's how we want to walk with you mm. as you discover for yourself what it looks like to be empowered to, to supply and provide for your family. And, and obviously, the fruit of that's tremendous because you're, mm. you're watching people, uh, instead, of, um, instead of being receivers, you're watching people be truly empowered and, and that, developing the skills. To exa- move exactly, away exactly, from, you know, exactly. Yeah, and, and, and that's we're, we're, we're about long term right. care. Long term, the word we use is restoration, right? And so the only way you, you see that and do that is by walking with them Definitely. through the long haul. And again, our team is, is, is unbelievable at that. We have a, a coordinator named Abo Haith as well that works with our team. Just, I mean, they just do a tremendous job. Yeah of learning that, and they bring so much experience of having seen so many different scenarios to walk with families. So that, that's success, yeah. So if I could jump in here for a second. Yeah. So you've done that with the students too. Because the highlights of, of that partnership with the district starts with, and I don't know if you said it or not, but I wanna make sure people know, like if, if they heard of J-Day, mm-hmm. that's a huge party. Yep. A huge outdoor event celebrating kids at Jefferson. You guys are a huge part of that. And then an assembly, I guess you call it an assembly, an event called the Love Awards that we have never, I don't think anybody's seen anything like no, that. Not and we're at all. just celebrating, I don't mean just, but it, it is celebrating kids loving other people and serving other people. Would you describe that as that? Yeah. And so what. What Susie Marsh did at Jefferson is she started this uh, organization called Jefferson Cares. Mm. Well, the whole thought was, okay, how could we take a group of students, uh, help them self-realize their gifts, and then put those gifts to work? And so what ended up happening is we had these events rolling at Jefferson. Well, now... They do. Uh, now, yeah. So now all these Jefferson Care students are the ones that are that are literally pulling off these mass-scale events. Um uh, last year was our fifth Love Awards, which is pretty much the Oscars, yeah. you know, in, a, exact, in a public exactly school right. school setting, and and it's these fifth and sixth graders that are that are pulling off this very intense, uh, elaborate, high production event, yeah. and they walk away instead of saying, "Oh, you know, Susie did a great job pulling off that event," or "Look, look Mark, you know, Mark looks decent in a tux." Instead of saying that, they got the win. You know, they, they yeah. fought with the wind, the wind last year. They dealt with the yeah. planning. They fundraised the money. And, and again, now, now all of a sudden you're raising up a generation to truly yeah. empower. Coming alongside a district that already does that through all kinds of various programs, the things that you guys are doing, only to support that work, uh, seeing students come alive 
Because again, so, some of these students, this is, like this is their thing. Yeah. Where, where they realize, oh my goodness, I, I didn't actually know that I had a, a, a desire to learn technology right. in this way. And by providing that opportunity, here, here we go. We're off, we're off and running, and it's been so powerful. Yeah, the Love Awards, um, for those that have never seen it, we're, we're offering uh, the opportunity for 10 students to be awarded solely, solely uh, on the understanding. Solely of, is a good word. I say just, but solely is a great yeah, word. Yeah, uh, solely on how they have cared for, uh, pursued, um, loved on uh, either their teachers or uh, some of their peers. And the stories throughout the last five years of fifth and sixth graders that have went above and beyond. Uh, there's one, one story in particular that I remember. There was a girl who had received uh, $20 for her birthday. And, and she was, um, and that $20 was massive just because of her own family situation. And she learned of a need that one of her friends had who was also in a situation that uh, was economically battling. And so she, without anyone seeing, anyone knowing, brings tears to my eyes, man, she, she gave that girl that $20 birthday gift that she had, that she had been, been given. She, she didn't want anyone to know. It was that friend that later went and told the teacher and said, hey, I just have to tell you the story. Like th this friend went and, and gave this 20. And so it's those kinds of things that in, um, in athletics or in the great scholastic programming that we have here, uh, they don't recognize those mm -hmm. kinds of things, mm -hmm. understandably mm -hmm. so. So to have an area where, where those, um, those moments, those acts of love, those kinds of students can be celebrated, it's tremendous. I still see in our community the Love Award winners. I mean, when I'm yeah. at a gas station oh, yeah. or walking in a game or, hey, I, hey Mark, you're, you're the crazy dude. Like, I, you know, <laughs> I, I won a Love Award three years ago. And, and, um, and so getting to, getting to celebrate with them where they're at now and how they're continuing to, to foster um, love now in, at Hardin or yeah. in one of the high schools, yeah. it's, it's incredible. It's incredible to see. It, it, it is. It, if you have not seen that, it's, it's, it's just spectacular. It's, it is spectacular. I, I've it? been to every single Love Awards other than one. My wife uh, had given birth a couple, like a week previous, so I was out on paternity leave. But it, it's literally my favorite day of the year because it's the last day before winter break. So it's just you have all this uh, momentum and energy and, for lack of a better term, love that's just being showered upon our students for doing these, these amazing things. And it really leaves you walking away with just an unbelievable feeling. And you kind of mentioned earlier this idea of like what was success to you is like taking these kids and having them give back. Having you here talk about Jefferson Cares and these kids kind of performing this of their own, that's that cycle of reciprocity you were talking about. So by, by those accounts, you guys are, you have achieved success. You guys are achieving the goals you set out to, to, to perform. We're, we're learning a whole lot. And you know, something that, um, something that happened four years ago we again on a very because I, I pretty much only we only think really on a grand scale mm. that's that's kind of we're uh, we're kind of a, a go big um, folks I guess for lack of a better term and we had we had seen a need how many um, kids were sleeping on the floor in St. Charles we came we started to uh, get educated on how many kids were sleeping on the floor we started seeing this in apartments and homes and so we thought man is, is there a way that we can empower students while simultaneously providing it uh, for a need. And so we, uh, we came up with this concept of building bunks. And I went to the, the then uh, principal and the, the now principal, uh, Jeremy Shields at Jefferson. I said, hey, what would it look like we take every single fifth grader out of school 
okay, for a short period of time. And yeah. they actually are the ones building these bunk beds. And then we deliver these bunk beds to all these homes. And so, you know, uh, Mr. Shields, he's a, he, he's, he's very much a go-getter as well. So he's like, I, I, yeah, I think we can do this. Why? Well, I, I literally spent, this is no, no exaggeration, yeah. I spent a month. Okay, at the Busty Bow, cut, cutting wood, <laughs> prepping wood. I mean, and all of a sudden, 300 students show up. Right. And within, it was amazing. And, and within, two, <laughs> within two and a half hours, they built 60 sets of bunk beds that, the, right. that we then delivered. Now, some of the stories that we saw there, uh, just one I'll share. Um, single mom, four kids. Again, she's trying her best, work, working hard, trying her best, trying to care for her kids while go to school, while work. Okay, all four kids sleeping on the floor, all four. And so by taking the bunk beds that were built by students in this district, showing up in this home, uh, setting up the bunk beds, it got all four uh, kids off the floor. It also then provided a bed for the mom, which she wasn't sleeping on a bed either. And so this whole family was able to get them up off the floor. And so th those are the kinds of things that we're seeing as possible. And, and I think in... Um, I'll just talk now in education at large. It's so difficult to find a district that is willing uh, to step into that. Yeah. And so when I say I'm thankful to be in this district, that's that's why. Yeah. To take an idea like the Love Awards and say, oh yeah, that that that'd be great. Or to look at something like building bunks, taking right. a whole bunch of kids out of school to get their hands right, right. on serving the community. To be in a district that is willing to to step into that, that that to me is very very rare because there's. You know, there's all kinds of elements involved in that, but the wins, I mean, there is not one person that was there that day building bunks that was not impacted. Not one. If you talk to anyone that was there, they will still tell you about it because it was crazy. Yeah. You know, but, but that's the key, right? The impact. Yeah. So we're going back to the Love Awards, all the people that go to the Love Awards from dignitaries, you had you have police chief there, the mayor, right. all the parents, the students, and then at the bunk beds, right? I was there. We're all impacted by that. You know the the family the families Very that much, are getting yeah. the bunk beds or the kids are getting the awards. Those are that's awesome, but it's the impact. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's the love that's being shared for everybody. And and the key to this is is he's talking about seasons. You know he. Mark calls me up the other day, and I've learned very quickly, just so you all know, he says he's, he's blessed to be in our district and somebody that's, I've learned, well, first of all, I don't think I'm even the smartest guy in this room right now, but I can <laughs> tell you this much. I know when we've got good things happening, and I know the people we can go to. So when Mark Sigma calls you, yeah. or he texts you at 6.30 in the morning like he does, <laughs> and he's maybe one of maybe three or four people in my whole life that I feel like can outdo me energy-wise, by the way. <laughs> and so, not too many people can do that. But when he texts you and he calls you and says, this is my next idea, you are a fool to say no to that. Right. And so you have to be open. Now we have to look at logistics and things. So this next step, and he's probably not want to talk too much about it, but okay. it's it's about the bunk bed concept, not the bunk beds, right, but right, the right. concept of, of a project or something out there yeah. and making sure that our kids in every school that we have has an opportunity to benefit from to benefit and create mm. some type of project sharing for the community. Would you agree yeah. with that? Yeah, so that's just, kind of the next, I don't know if you wanted to talk too much yeah, just about to, it. But I mean, I can, I can provide some, you're going to, you can tease it. Yeah. Cause he's going to, cause, 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 cause now as soon know, as he I'm said, Hey, what do you, what do you think? I said, let's go. And I emailed the principals. They know they're coming to talk. So that's our next kind of our season, our step. But the key to this is the impact that they have on the whole entire community. Right. It's just, it's a blessing. Right. 
And when you have, think about this, and I, and I want you to tease up what yeah. we got going on, but you think about the things that we, you have either the organization has put in place or continue to put, being put in place. Think about, and I just talked about half an hour ago, 20 minutes ago, about the need for me, meeting the needs of our kids, right, right in this trauma. Uh-huh. I mean, think about the things we're talking about. That's what we need. Uh-huh. We need more connection. We need more love. We need more compassion. We need more people to look past our nose and say, how can I help the next person? That's what our society needs. Right, right, right. And here is a community member and then an, also an organization that says, here we are to help. And they've been doing it for years, and here they are. And they're connected with Care to Learn. They're connected with uh, Neighbor Helping Neighbor. I mean, all these groups, that's what's so special about St. Charles is we come together to meet the need. But kind of tease that up real quick. Yeah, so... I don't um, know if you were going to talk about it. Yeah, no, we're... um, So I'm meeting with the principals um, in each of the buildings next week just to share about the opportunity and see, you know, see where each building uh, maybe sits within all this. But our our desire is, is to raise up from kindergarten to 12th grader um, a community understanding. Mm. And so, so to do that, um, y- you get their hands um, on the community, right? I mean, that, that's really the only way. You can, you can show a video, you can uh, share the stats, you can help a, a student uh, understand from a, um, a graphical standpoint where they sit in the city, but the moment you get their hands on a bunk bed, they the moment they see the forgotten generation in this city, which is the elderly, that the moment they value uh, people in our uh, community that are undervalued, I mean, that the, then the impact affects the heart. It yes. changes your worldview. Yep. Yes. And and when those things happen in in cohesion, well, well again, now, now the first grader has an idea as a second grader. And what we want to do is we want to fan that, Right, because when I, was, when I was in first grade, I was having all kinds of crazy ideas already. Right. But I had a lot of adults in my life that were saying, there's no way. There's no way we can do that. Who's gonna pay for that? And, and how are we gonna do that? What we wanna be is we wanna be an organization that looks at the second grader and says, you know what? That idea, it's crazy and near impossible, but that's precisely what we love. Mm-hmm. That's precisely mm-hmm. what we love. So, so let's talk about it. And how can we coach you in that? And how can we encourage you? And how can we use some of our experience to help you accomplish your idea? So, so for us moving forward, it's less about even what, what we love St. Charles does as an organization in and of ourselves, but how we truly empower and unite. And, and, as, and as those things happen, seriously, that, then that second grader is gonna be a senior. And that senior at West or High, I mean, they're, they're, they're saying to their junior honor societies or to their honor societies or, you know, some of the folks that they work with or the principals are like, what if we did this? And instead of people just seeing logistics yeah. and, oh, man, we can't do it because of it. Instead, we've learned to say, hold on a second. We, a possibility. Let's, yeah, let, let's step into that. And, yeah, it needs some honing and it needs some direction and we need to, we need to work through it. But... Let's go. Well, 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 now, I mean, not just from an educational standpoint, which we do so well, not just athletics, which we do so well, and all kinds of extracurriculars. Now we're, we're really, really empowering serving yeah. in a city. And so what a, what a well-rounded approach uh, to education here in, in our community. So I'm, I'm super excited about this next uh, season. It's going to be a ton of fun. Again, with our, our leadership team, this is it's going to be awesome. Yeah, it's, it's so amazing because... Um, Typically, small ideas don't change the world, right? It's typically the ones that everybody buck up against. Mm-hmm. I would imagine that, like, you know, just like history, when 
um, settlers were here and decided, no, nah, we kind of want our own independence. People were like, are you nuts? You know, we, we shouldn't know. No, exactly. You're like, exactly. we should be rolling yep. with Great Britain. It's like, no, nah, yep. I think we kind of want to do our own thing. Yep. That was probably such a big idea. Um, the iPhone was a big idea. How are you going to have a phone without buttons? That's they're all glass. It's like, these are these massive ideas that the majority of minds can't comprehend because they can't see it yet. Except for a totally. Few, a few people say, no, that's possible. And it sounds like we love St. Charles as the that's possible. Well, and, and if you even think about this room, I mean, all four of us, we come from a particular background. We right. have a story. We have hurts, pains, and joys, all four of us sitting in this room, everyone that's listening. Right. And so that story has helped shape who it is that even you're passionate about loving, yeah. right? And so th this one second grader is going to have a different perspective than does this 10th grader. And that to me is beautiful. Yeah. It's that palette, that diversity, that, that beauty that we need. Because they have different gifts and different things to offer. But when, when it only seems like one is, is escalated or celebrated, uh -huh. then it kind of is diminished versus, hold on a second, all, all of us are made very uniquely. So let's start celebrating that. And so we're, we're excited to be a, a, Think about an that. instrument in that. Th that. That plays right into our, our DEI work. It plays into everything that we're doing, right? Yeah. And you talk about getting families off of the ground. Yes, we have that in our city. Yeah. We also have families that live in 300, 400,000 homes. Totally. And all in between are, are the stories and the needs and the, and the wants. And, and how, do we, how do we come together to meet those needs and serve, serve each other? Hmm. And how powerful is that as our city just continues to go for, forward with groups like this is just amazing. And having We Love St. Charles in the city of St. Charles School District is a true blessing. Absolutely. And I talk about it, what a great place that this is the best year. It's because of people like Mark Sigma and the organization We Love St. Charles that supports what we're doing here. Right. You think about we, our mission statement, reach, teach, and empower all students. Not some students, all students. Right. And that's what we're doing. Um, so it's just, it's powerful. Mm. Wow. Mm. So we knew when we brought Mark on, Papa Chris, that today's show was going to be crazy. Mark, thank you so much, man. I mean, we could do this for another hour, brother. We could. <laughs> hey, <laughs> shout out. We got, we got a shout out, though, because yeah. Mark's phenomenal and we right. love mark and he does so many things but you know mark's wife right 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 heidi right. sigma is actually our boss <laughs> that is she, doesn't like, she doesn't like when i say that but she could be in this room and kind of all put a put us all in our place because she <laughs> is good. Uh, it's, it's hard it's hard when i travel with her because <laughs> they're like oh you're you're heidi's husband i'm like yeah that's you know well she's such heidi's, an amazing heidi's amazing phenomenal woman, amazing and gift. she's yeah. one of our leaders in our board yeah. and uh just leading us and guiding us and it's just awesome to have her in that capacity and and then he mentioned his kids. His kids are just awesome. Yeah. I just want to make sure that they're just shout out to them because they're a perfect example of, of what our servant leaders are in our buildings happening right yeah. now. So that's awesome. Mark, thanks so much. Thank you so much. And I think we make sure people know too, Mark's connection. So he's, we love St. Charles, but he's also head pastor of Matthias Lot Church. Mm -hmm. Drosty, off of Drosty? Uh, West Clay. West Clay, I'm mm -hmm. sorry. I always yep. get those confused. Yep. Um, but I want to make sure people had a connection of where sure. Mark worked here in the, in the city as well, in the community. So just doing unbelievable things for us. Thank you so much, man. Thank Big you. vision. Big vision. Truly, love it, truly grateful for you guys. Doing it together, man. Let's go. Doing Let's it together. go. I love it. I love Let's it. Let's go, Chris. <laughs> hey, listen, Jason, man, we have to celebrate. And actually, in the in these show notes that I'm looking at, I, I didn't put anything in there. I just said Jason's celebrations because I figured you would just come with, 
a whole, you know, a whole variety of reception. I just celebrate the fact that, you know, yeah. I don't have anything specific at this point of this happened or this happened, but right, right. we're, we're what, four weeks, five weeks into this thing in this, five. what we call school year. And I just really feel like, again, there's a lot of challenges out there, but you listen to Mark's story, you listen to the people like We Love St. Charles coming to help us and the whole community. I mean, we, we can't be denied. We can't right. be stopped. Right, right. Reaching and teaching and empowering all of our students to be the best they can be—that is what we're about. That's the, that's just worth celebrating uh-huh. and and seeing that on a in a regular basis. We get to these buildings and you're out there with me, seeing yeah. seeing the real work by these staff members, and the, and the teachers and the students working together, and then our families coming along, and then then you get some people like Mark and their organization. I mean, it's just all and and. and this is the time. This is the time for us to be at our best. Absolutely. That's how I feel. So right. that's that's what we're celebrating. That's awesome. We've got great things, like I said, St. Charles West Homecoming this week. Fall sports are, are you know, they're rocking and rolling. Uh, instruction's going great. I mean, we're, we're just in the middle of it. I think we're in the middle of like a five, six-week stretch without a break. Yeah. But that's okay. I, I kind of like that. Let's get into it. Let's get rolling. Let's get this instruction going. Uh-huh. Um, let's get the growth going. Let's get let's, – let's just – this school year needed to get off and get going and it has and it's just been awesome to see and I think we've made the right choices for our staff and for our students and for our community and um, for the most part people are staying safe they're staying healthy and they're staying in school and that's awesome to see that's fantastic that's fantastic Papa Chris it's showtime yes sir you got 60 seconds to enlighten the world now I will tell you I won't it's hard for me to say like you brought it on episode 20 because lately you that's just I would just coin like that's just what you that's what you do mm-hmm. you, you bring it so what you got man all right so Jason might have stole my thunder just slightly oh, no. like, don't worry I'm, I'll still make it work oh. but we're <laughs> see what this, happens. this whole episode we've been kind of talking about the idea of volunteerism and giving back to mm-hmm. our community and supporting those around us and so I kind of want to get a little bit more specific with that with our SCSD Board of Education these are individuals mm-hmm. who have been elected by the residents of the City of St. Charles School District they're beholden to every resident in that district right. and yet they get no real thanks to, definitely you know they're, they're, it's all volunteer work mm-hmm. so there's no monetary benefit to this job there's not really much of a, a, a thank for this job, but yet they come in, um, they work lots of hours to support the city, the school district, because they believe in the power of public education. They right. believe in the power of volunteerism and what that can do for a community. So I just wanted to say, take a minute to say, you know, thank, literally a minute to say thank you to them uh, for all the support that they give uh, the school district to our students and our community, because it truly is, seems like a lot of times a thankless job, and uh, they're doing great work to, to make sure that uh, our community is better because of it. What a great thought, actually. Love it. It, Love and it. more so than ever, they're under more scrutiny than ever. Exactly, exactly. And, 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 and more decisions are coming down on their plates than that we've ever than we before, ever seen. right? Yeah. I mean, typically. And, and our board, our seven people, are doing a fantastic job of navigating through this and guiding us through that. And I, I everything that you said, I, I agree with. It's just, we yeah, just it think. Was, it was never an easy job. No. Now it's even more of a, of, yep. of a tough job. And then jobs being used in air quotes because they don't get paid a dime for yep. their work. And so. let's, let's face it. We, there's very passionate people out there. A lot of things are, are very sensationalized. Uh, and every decision we make, we're going to hear it either on one side or another of, of people not liking this, the decision we're making. But I'm thankful because from our Board of Education, CO team, administrative staff, staff, I mean, for the most part, we're on the same page. Right. We're connected. We're mm-hmm. working together because, you know, it's a full circle conversation, right? 
if you're serving along with each other and serving each other and not yourself, yeah. and you're pouring into other people, guess what that does? Yeah, that's a massive return. Yes, that. and that's exactly what we were just talking about. Yeah. So that's a great thought on, on Papa Chris's part. And thank uh, you, we thank our Board of Education for all that they do. So, Wow. I tell you what, now we've done 21 of these puppies, but this, this, this one like touched me. Real talk. I mean, we really, really did it. Um, yeah, man. That's awesome. I'm telling you what, if you, if, if, if you can't get fired up with Mark sitting in the room. <laughs> I don't know. He just has this Again, effect I, on you, man. I feel like I can bring the party. I feel like I can bring it. But when Mark Sigma's in the room, man, man I just well, I get out of the way because it's just, it's just powerful. Man, love A it. guy that's serving his community. It's just yeah. awesome to see. Yeah, unconditional. That's great, yep. man. Thank you so much. Don't forget to subscribe to the Ben Talk podcast. You know where to find us. Wow. On behalf of myself, Rodney Lewis, your assistant superintendent, human resources. Jason Seifert, superintendent. Do I get to come back? Do I get to talk again next yes. month? Oh, what? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I don't right. know if he, if he keeps getting in like that. <laughs> we're, we're in the flow, baby. <laughs> On behalf of Papa. Chris. Chris. <laughs> and hey, Mark, Mark Sigma. Sigma. Thank you so much, sir. Thank you so much. Um, we'll see you next month in two weeks whenever Chris decides to book another one, man. See ya. See ya.